with Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh. Tyre Power. Think safety this February. Get the five-minute tyre safety check at your local tyre power. 27 to 8, been a massive show already this morning. We're in Studio Lumo, powered by Lumo Energy SA. It all started at about 5 to 6, where we had a couple walk up to the window. <laughs> we didn't have a couple of beers. We come and walk up to the window and recognise Mark Bickley. No, they which didn't. Which was incredible. They, I think they were international tourists, and they, they thought it was a bit of a novelty having two blokes do radio when it's pitch black outside and we're lit up. Like, like a Christmas tree. Everybody just loves you, Mark Bickley. Stop. Like, there's just so no, much no, love the, for read you. Read the text messages. No, there's a lot of love. Um, I'm just going to turn around. Sorry. Jace, our producer, can you chuck on the social that photo that I sent you last night? So I saw something. It was mm. it came across my desk. And um, on the Facebook page, which is Adelaide Crows Buy Swap Sell. Mm. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. What's going on here? Two sealed... 1998 Mark Bickley Captain Stubbies. Have a look. There they are. Stubby holders. At 98 on the back, Mark Bickley, Premiership Captain, 30 bucks for the pair. (laughs) Open to offers. It says open to offers. They were free. They were some sort of one of the beer companies did a promotion and they gave them away when you bought a carton of beer. Now someone's trying to flog them off. I'm going to try and buy them. Oh, come on. Pick up in Blair Athol. Yeah. You once called it Blair Athol accidentally. Just a bit weird. <laughs> I <did> not. Um, <laughs> why don't you make him an offer? Why don't, you, why don't you see how low you can get him? We'll do a bit of a, have a bit of fun. All right. We're Go gonna... back with 30. Go back with an ambit claim of 10. This is Cameron it. on Adelaide Crows Buy Swap. So I'll take a photo and send it to you looking really disappointed. Okay. <laughs> have a look on our socials because the photo of that is up there right now. Big sure at Port Lincoln on Friday night. Um, you provided 10 questions for us to both answer. We'll do Port Adelaide after eight this morning. Mm. So let's go through them. Okay. Um, who caught your eye first of all? Well, this is, it's not earth shattering, but. There's a couple of really good players on the night. Jordan Dawson just looked a class above. He was very, very good. Um, I know he benefited from a lot of the ruck work of Riley O'Brien, who was quite dominant in the ruck, and we're going to talk about him in a second. But he was just able to palm it to Dawson. Dawson just sort of looped around on his left foot. He got the ball at half back. He used the ball brilliantly. It was a bit scrappy at times. They weren't able – neither team were able to – find a mark inside forward 50 and then Dawson would get it and he'd pick someone out and, and hit him on the chest. So he just looked fantastic. Isaac Rankin played up the ground a lot more, played on ball, spent a fair bit of time um, in and Do you think that's going to happen in the regular season? Centre bounce for sure. Yeah. Um, just I'm not sure other than that. The, the danger is, I think if he plays close to goal, like you'd think – most weeks, he's going to have three or four shots on goal. Mm. So good weeks, he's going to kick four goals. And, you know, maybe not so good weeks, he might kick two. Um, so you work that out. That's that's a 50 to 60 goal small forward. If he spends time up the ground and, and you know, meaningful time, you're sort of robbing yourself of having that really smart forward. I just I feel like he's just a he's, – he's more advanced than what Josh Rochelle is at the moment. So – Rankin was very, very good around the foot. He gets it and, and it gets involved in chains, you know, runs, carries the ball, which was great. Gives them that burst of speed out the stoppage. So they'd love to have two of him just quietly, but they haven't. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how long he spends in the midfield. And Riley O'Brien, I mentioned his ruck work. There's a new rule that came in that now allows you as a ruckman to put your hand out and, and fend off 
the opposition ruckman and use the your other hand to tap the ball. That was seen as blocking last year. They've changed the rule. I think that is going to be massive for Riley O'Brien. He's a big, strong man. He's not a super tap ruckman when he has to jump and he's off balance. But if he can plant himself, fend off the opposition ruckman and his head still, that's when he's got really nice touch. So I think he is going to be, uh, or he's going to have a really nice year this year. Next, uh, next question, left field positions. Uh, Elliot Himmelberg played in defence. We've known that uh, is going to happen because they're a bit short down back. Didn't really sort of smash it too much. Um, but the big one was Chase Jones on the wing. We saw that a little bit late last year, but I think they've got plenty of half back. So expect Chase Jones to play wing for most of the year, but there wasn't a whole lot of other huge changes. You mentioned Isaac Rankin in the middle. Talk to me about the engine room. So we get to centre bounce and looking at that midfield round one, who's in there? Well, these are the players that played through there. Dawson, Rochelle, Rankin, Crouch, Pedler, Edwards, Berry, Taylor. You think Dawson's always going to be there. Uh, Rory Laird, by the way, was at a wedding. He wasn't playing. So it's always going to be Dawson, Laird. I think Rochelle, Rankin and Pedler will spend time through there. Matt Crouch is going to spend time through there. It's just going to be what that mix looks like. Edwards had... Hold on, hold on. Rory Laird was at a wedding. Yes, as his brother's wedding, so he didn't play in the internal trial. Is that a rules for some rules for others kind of operation? You think he's well, he's got I, runs on the board, so it's okay. I pretty much think if you've got a couple of BNFs and you're, um, uh, you know, multiple All Australian, and it's an internal trial, you might get a leave pass. I thought he might do a Davy Warner and just catch maybe the chopper in. But yes, it's only a, a internal trial. He'll play this week. I don't think they're all that concerned. They know what he can do. Was Tunarama on that weekend at Port Lincoln too? <laughs> no, I think Tunarama's gone the way. The dodo as well. <laughs> Jeepers. All right, let's continue. I'm sorry. Um, I so, um, so I think it's going to be hard work for, you know, Barry in particular to get back into that midfield. You've, I reckon there's probably six or seven guys that Adelaide have that can run through there. The forward mix, they started with Walker, Phil Thorpe and Burgess as the three tools in the forward line. Remembering Darcy Fogarty had a slight little niggle with his quad muscle. So you'd think that Burgess goes out. You know, not much has changed there. Fogarty uh, will jump into that spot. Round one. Who makes a case for round one? Well, Dan Curtin, people have been talking him up. He didn't have a super game. He spent a bit of time on Taylor Walker early, which was hard work. I thought James Borlase uh, was really solid. Uh, took a contested mark against Taylor Walker where he outbodied him and moved him. So... He's got that sort of strength. He had a taste last year. We know that um, the defensive positions are problematic. Jordan Butts mm. is out with a hamstring at the moment. Miller is out with a hamstring. Murray's not there. Duda's not there. So I feel like he might be uh, making a case for round one, James Bullis, which is great news for him. Physically, who impressed you? Michael Laney looks bigger. Pedler looks fitter. So they were the two that stood out for me. Just... Uh, just looked like a natural progression for both of them, which can only be a good thing. What about some of those young players? I guess it's the two you mentioned then. Well, um, I was still thinking about players we haven't seen a lot of and, and more uh, Edwards. So, so Charlie Edwards spent a bit of time on Jordan Dawson. So two things I noticed. One is physically, same size, like height, sort of strength. You know, like he's only a young guy, but if he was able to, to get to the top level, he is going to be the, a big-bodied mm. mid. He looks like he's over 190 centimetres. Uh, and and just a couple of things he did, he just moved really nicely. So he was probably the young player that caught my eye. Who's made the jump? Looks like to me Riley Thilthorpe is going to you know be a meaningful player. Now people will say, oh, what, you know, what do you mean he's a meaningful player already? No, he's not. Last year he got dropped for the last game of the year. And so... 
I think he's, it looks like he's taken that the right way. He looks fitter. He looks stronger. He's had a great preseason, if you listen to everyone. Took two or three contested marks early in the match on the weekend. So I'm hoping, as you know, I'm not the only one that said this, that he can make that jump and be a, a really, really good player for Adelaide this year. Kane and Bucks tend to agree with you. He's just the ideal second ruck key forward. Balances their forward line perfectly with Fogarty and Walker and Rankin and Rochelle and Pedler and, and Murphy and these players. Needs to play tougher, needs to be more consistent and needs to live to the talent that he's got. But the reports are big on his preseason. So just on, just on him, I think the tough love that he's received in his first couple of years, we'll I think, off. yeah, we, we, ne- we never know the alternate reality. But if he'd have been mollycoddled and, and got all his games without having been challenged the way that I th- I feel like the Adelaide coaching staff have challenged him, we don't know whether he just would have might have fade, he might have faded out the next eighteen months. Bix, finally, a work in progress. Oh, this is more for the whole team. Mm. Um, the, it, it was more so around the uh, mistakes under fatigue. There was a period in the the third quarter where. It, it just bounced between the 50-meter lines where one team will get it, handball, kick, turnover. The other team pick it up, handball, 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 get tackled, turn it over. And this went on for about five or six minutes. And that's probably been the downside for Adelaide where teams can have a moment for five to six minutes and kick three or four goals. And all of a sudden, that's, that's the end margin. Or Adelaide lose by a couple of goals, get himself back into it. They just haven't been able to sort of maintain that concentration for the full 100 minutes. So they just look like they got really fatigued and made a lot of mistakes. They have to improve upon that. Crows fans, what do you think of Mark Bickley's analysis? Did you watch the game online or head to Port Lincoln 0427 and Port Adelaide fans uh, in less than 30 minutes? We will do Port Adelaide. Next, we are going to talk basketball and have a chat to Cam Luke.